writing a book and getting it published, a huge endeavor and a big accomplishment when completed, which is why I was so excited to chat with Chris Locum, president and founder of Clarity Quest, about her new book, Starvation Marketing, coming out this fall. On this episode, Chris and I talk about the book, the recent acquisition of her award-winning firm, and what's next chapter in her life. I'm your host, Carol Flagg. Take a listen. Well, Chris, welcome back to What's My Tagline. It's been quite a while since we chatted, and I'm so excited to have you back on the show. Thank you, Carol. So excited to be back and speaking yeah. with you today. Really excited to talk to you today, and especially about your upcoming book, which is what I teased our audience with uh, at the start of the start of the start of the show today. Uh, but before we begin and talk about that, uh, as you know, my first question of all my guests is: if you had to describe yourself as a tagline, what would it be? Oh, that's always a tough one. But I have to say, marketing expert who speaks fluent tech. And a very oh. good friend of mine who gave me that tagline uh, about 25 years ago, and I still use it. Use it. I tell him I need to uh, pay him royalties on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, as someone, I'm somebody who's not tech savvy. That is my business partner, Roberta Mullen. Her, her, you know, that's her area of expertise. And I've had enough conversations mm -hmm. with you to know that that's actually really true. <laughs> you, you are able to talk tech pretty, pretty well and able to converse even with somebody like me who is definitely technology challenged. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I started on the I started on the tech engineering side, and depending on who I'm talking to, I say I went to the light or dark side of marketing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want I want to be on that side. <laughs> on, I call it the light side. I think we're on the good side. <laughs> I, I I like to think we are too. So yeah, I I, I love that tagline. Uh, so first of all, you know, before we talk about um, your your book, it's coming out in the coming out in the fall. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what's going on with Clarity Quest, and because uh, you've got some news breaking around your business as well. Yeah, some very recent breaking news that I'd like to announce to your audience is that Clarity Quest um, has received a strategic investment and we have been acquired by a company called Supreme Optimization. Your audience who knows biotech will know them very well. They are the number one life sciences digital marketing agency in the country. Um, and we're very, very excited to join them um, in, in conjunction with our investors at Trinity Hunt. Um, we have some exciting plans um, underway uh, to really uh, merge uh, life sciences, health IT and medical device spaces and being able to market uh, to that confluence of the three distinct sub-verticals. Yeah, yeah. And we were kind of talking ahead of, ahead of, ahead of our recording today. You, you know, we do talk about this intersection, right, where all of these are coming together. Absolutely. We're seeing more and more confluence um, between all three. And I'll give you one example. We have a medical device client, very traditional medical device. And you walk into a hospital, see one of their white units. Um, but now they also have a SaaS platform that sits behind those blood units. And then they have data analysis and analytics. So you're seeing that confluence at really large company levels that were traditional medical device now have data sets and they have SaaS. Um, and we're seeing it on the pharma side as well on the confluence of drug device data combos. 
I would say that, you know, just coming off of the spring conferences at Vive and IMSS and now, of course, going into health in the fall, you know, that confluence that you're talking about is really the big conversation out, out there. And, in there. and there's that AI aspect of that too as well, right? Absolutely. AI is going to be infiltrated into all of these different <laughs> areas, um, whether we like it or not. I mean, but we're already seeing really huge advances on both on the radiology side. I was just reading a story the other day about AI picking up breast cancer detection uh, much more accurately um, than the human eye can. And then um, on the billing side as well, the health systems need every dollar um, that they can get. So if AI can help them uh, improve their collection, um, all the better, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations on the news. That uh, you know, that's 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 fantastic, and I look forward to seeing uh, the work that you'll be doing uh, as we go forward. Yeah, and one final announcement, Carol, if you don't mind. Like as part of this, um, we are going. Uh, we have just announced that. Uh, we're going to be the world's first full stack marketing agency oh. for life sciences and health tech. And what's that, what that means is everything from foundational messaging, visual brand and marketing strategy, all the way through lead generation and rev ops. Wow. So it's pretty yeah. much the full, <laughs> it's a, it's a big stack of pancakes. It's a big, it's a big, <laughs> we call it the tower of power. Oh. It's actually trademarked. <laughs> power of power. The marketing power of power. And that is in my book as well, which I know we're going to transition to. We, we are going to transition uh, to you to, to your book, which is incredibly exciting. I I know you've been working on it for for quite a while. And I know that uh, you know bandwidth is at a premium. So for you to actually write a book and, you know, work with an agent to, to look at a fall public publishing schedule is, is actually amazing. Um, well, first of all, uh, if you could share the title of the book with us. Yes. The title of the book is stop starvation marketing 23 power moves for health IT biotech and IT companies to grow. Wow. And the impetus behind the book, I mean, how long were you thinking about this? I mean, was it, has it been like the last four or five years and you were just like, oh gosh, I really need to get cranking on this project? Or is this something that like, you've always wanted to write a book and th this is just like the natural extension of the work that you've been doing? I've always wanted to write a book probably for about the last 10 to 15 years, because we just had such good stories coming out of our client engagements. And it, there's been drafts of it sitting on my hard drive for three years. Um, and then I finally met a wonderful publisher um, who, I'll give them a, a plug, I, there's nothing in it for me, indie publishing, um, who uh, kicked my butt, <laughs> <laughs> gave me deadlines and a template. And once <laughs> we got cranking through there with a very talented editor, um, we had it uh, a draft to within six to seven months. Um, so that made the process much more um, easy. But it's something I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, again, to get high value content out. Um, there's a lot of short form content out there, as you know, sure. but this long form, like we're doing today and having a conversation and also books and eBooks, I think are just a great way to share learnings and experience with folks um, that you don't get in short form. Yeah. So starvation marketing, what does that mean? 
<laughs> yes, it's an intriguing title on purpose. It is an intriguing title. And, I'm, <laughs> I'm, and I have a, I'm a very visual person. So I have, you know, I'm going through my, going through my head here, you know. Uh, so starvation marketing is what a lot of health tech and bio companies do, unfortunately. And that is they put the technology and investment in R&D, which is absolutely necessary, but they put all the money there. They put the investment there first, um, and then marketing is an afterthought. Um, and my feeling is betting only on the tech leads to a train wreck, mm-hmm. right? It, it's... It, if you do not have excellent marketing, you can have the best product in the world and it's going to fail. And time and time again, I would hear these things like, oh, we don't need great marketing. We're just going to go to trade shows. We'll just hire more salespeople. Oh, it doesn't matter if our marketing sucks. Our tech's awesome, right? Uh, and, and that was not the case at all in the companies that the companies that we saw succeed, the ones we saw succeeded actually went through the process of building a, a solid marketing foundation and then investing in marketing, um, even to the point of like, it looks like, whoa, my goodness, you're investing a lot in marketing, but those companies succeeded. Yeah, so interesting. You know, there, I'm sure there's some stat out there, you might even know what it is, uh, the number of startups that fail. And I would imagine in healthcare, especially after the last years that we've gone through, right? I would imagine that number is pretty high. I don't know the name of uh, the number right off the top of my head, but I say it's probably north of 70 to 80%. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And right now it's really tough to get funding. So I understand people have pulled back um, a little bit without as much money flowing in from venture, but um, you still have to allocate dollars smartly to marketing and branding efforts um, and communications, um, including public relations, um, because you you absolutely need to break through the noise. My husband's a physician. You would be astounded at the amount of direct mail, uh, email, (laughs) that he gets, right? And and health companies don't understand a lot of them when they're starting out, how much they're up against, how much noise they're up against. And so they're you know, before we start talking about some specifics in, outlined in the book. So the idea conceptually at the top is that uh, we're going to make a name because the product is solves this challenge and is, you know, cutting edge and, you know, and probably all those things, right? Like you said, it could be the greatest, greatest product in the world. And they're thinking that they don't need marketing because of they just think word of mouth. They think referrals. They think if they've got enough salespeople who are smiling and dialing, although they, salespeople don't really smile and dial anymore. They just, they do email or social, uh, that they can save money by not making that marketing investment. Yeah. And, and what we'll typically see is you can get by in the first couple years with having referrals and having salespeople we call who know their friendlies, we call them, mm, right? I yeah. know the CIO at Mayo. Great. Right. What's your next play? What's your next sale? Right. And we'll see them plot those companies plateau very early in the cycle if they don't bring on marketing. And that's often when they call us when they're in panic mode, like, oh my gosh, yeah, we're a five million dollar company. 
we've had two or three placements. We're often in Kaiser is a big one, right? We're in Kaiser and somewhere else. Um, and now we can't get into any other health systems. For example, well, what are you doing on marketing? Nothing. We're going <laughs> right. to and then COVID, they couldn't even go to trade shows, right? So, right. Um, right. Yeah, no presence, no content, no thought leadership, no PR, <laughs> right? And so, of course, the funnel is drying out for them. So we bring them back on track using the Tower of Power and saying, okay, is your messaging solid? Um, do you have a strategy that uh, you can follow and you can measure? And then, um, and then how are we going to get you um, the leads and pipeline that you need, plus the exposure through PR? So obviously what's going on in the investment community is impacting a lot of startups right now. So that marketing part of it uh, is more, is becoming even more critical. Yes. It, it's using your dollars wisely because there was free money flow for a while, right? Yeah. And interest rates. And so easy to get money, easy to take on debt. Now you have to more carefully look at every dollar spent. So you better have a plan you're following and understand where your competitors are spending money. Are you even in the ballpark? What would blow your mind is we have prospects come to us who haven't even evaluated the total available market, right? Oh. <laughs> is the market <laughs> large enough? <laughs> right. To support. And oh, my gosh, to get the numbers we need to get to, let's just throw out like $100 million, we'd have to capture 90% of the market. And, and like, how reasonable is that in a couple of years? It's not. Right. So we have to make sure that um, companies have a large enough total available market right out of the gate and then make sure that we can penetrate it on a scale that matches with their spend levels. Isn't that part of like your development of a business plan to even get investors to begin with to actually have those questions answered or is the more, or is the, is it, is it more fluid than that? I mean, you go to an investment company and you know, they're like, Oh, this looks like a great product. Let's do it. You know, I, I don't, I, mean, I don't really have any sense because I'm, I'm not in that area nor have I ever worked in the investor area. Like how deep do they go uh, with due diligence before before they do a round of funding. Yeah, it, it's amazing. You think that a lot of that would be worked out, um, but you'll find angel and series A invested companies that don't have all that. I think the investors can get blinded and dazzled by the technology mm, yeah. <laughs> um, as well as the founders. Um, and the marketing plan in those plans are usually one page. Right, 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 right. One slide, one page, right? right. right. When marketing <laughs> is one of the more complex things that they have to do after the R&D. Um, so we encourage folks, even before they're going to go get their Series B, to have a really well-flushed out marketing plan. And that's one of our strengths here and unique value props is that we're one of the only agencies that can put together a full marketing strategy attribution plan, budget, um, and then actually execute it. And that's where the whole stack tower of power comes in um, as well. So getting that marketing strategy is really, really part of the foundation um, after you have your messaging and visual brand. Yeah. So the, the book itself, does, does, it, does it flow out that way chapter to chapter where it is a story start to finish? So how does, how does the book flow? It's a pragmatic 
guide that anyone from a small startup um, or someone with an idea all the way through enterprise can follow with different stories and leads for those different size companies. But it really starts with where do you want to go? Do you want to prioritize marketing? Yes, you do. And here's why, <laughs> right? Because or else you're going to have that train wreck. Um, and then um, follows along the tower of power, why it's important to start with messaging, why you need a visual brand to stand out, why you need a marketing plan, how much should you spend on marketing? Should you base it on percentage of revenue or percentage of Delta revenue or something else going forward based on what your growth or exit strategy is? Um, so it really can appeal to a wide audience but within our vertical focus. So it's tightly vertical focus, but then can apply to a lot of different people um, across the different sizes within health IT and biotech. Yeah. You know, I, I think that a lot of companies, startup and otherwise, um, have starvation marketing. <laughs> you know, in the sense that whatever, whatever a company is spending on marketing, um, it pro it's probably never going to be enough, right? I mean, whether you're small, mid-sized, or large, there's always ways to gain, you know, as close as you can to 100% market share, even though that's, you know, you know, pretty unrealistic, depending, you know, I mean, you the epics of the world have, what, 50, 60% market share, and that's incredible, you know, right. even talking about that. But, but, but that kind of becomes the holy grail, doesn't it? Like, this is my universe of who I'm trying to reach and how how far and fast or not even fast I guess how far can I get there yeah and you want to again set those goals out front and then put a marketing strategy that can support those not everyone wants to go capture 60 percent market share but they can make a bundle and make a great impact on the healthcare ecosystem but the 5% market share. Um, and for some people, that's great. Some are like, yeah, no, I want to become the dominant player in the entire <laughs> industry, right? But then you need to match your marketing to what those goals are. You can't become the dominant player, the big gorilla with, you know, a $5,000 a month marketing. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, can you do smart things um, with marketing if you have a phased approach or match to cash flow coming in? Absolutely, you can. And you can also overspend, although I see much more of the underspend and that's yeah. why it's starvation marketing for the book title. Um, there are those companies that um, overspend and are all marketing fluff. Think Theranos. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> with no tech behind it. Um, and we don't want to go in that direction either. So well, we don't want to go to jail either. So we don't want to go to jail. And we don't want to go, you know, like the, you know, I had worked for some startups before I started this and it was like, you know, all Porsches in the, in the parking lot and just crazy parties and, you know, like overspending ridiculously. And so I'm not yeah. advocating that at all, but I'm advocating smart spend. Um, and that's why um, we have a tower of power and a methodology to follow so that you're not overspending, but you're certainly not underspending either. Yeah, I, I was living in Austin uh, with the dot-com boom. And I tell you what, there was a lot of bloating of marketing spends, you know, during during the rise of the dot-com and probably why the bust was so fast and 
so hard. You know, it really was just, you know, fluff and marketing and, and you know, not much else, right? And then yeah, yeah. they, they private, they, private jets don't go on the marketing budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. <laughs> <laughs> if sales wants to put them on there, it's okay. That's fine. The budget. <laughs> no offense to private jets. <laughs> no offense to private jets. I think they're wonderful, but they don't go in the marketing budget. <laughs> so as we as we wrap up here, uh, uh, the book is out in the fall, sometime in the fall, and once the book comes out, and obviously, you know three or four months from now, things with, with, with what's going on from a business standpoint will, will really, really be cooking and moving. So, but what's next? Like the, the book comes out. That's a, that's a, that's a big milestone to write and publish a book. Is there a, is there an afterthought A book two, a book three series? Yeah, I think I'm going to take the book on the road, if you will. Um, yes. So there's going to be um, a lot of uh, fireside chats, discussions, speaking, you know, hopefully at some of the big um, health tech shows um, and biotech shows, engaging with audience, uh, listening to them and hearing, you know, what they'd like to hear um, in a book too. Uh, I came up with this first idea on my own. Now I want to throw it out to the audience and get their reaction and how I could help the ecosystem the best. Um, and then um, I'm going to have my hands fall um, leading sales efforts for our new uh, integrated agency. Full yes. Stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I'm sure there's, there'll be no lack of ideas for, for book two. <laughs> well, I look forward to having that conversation when book two begins development. So Chris, thank you so much for your time today. It was as always a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you, Carol. Thanks for having me on today. I appreciate it. You can learn more about Chris Locum at clarityqst.com and be sure to follow her on LinkedIn. Learn more about this show by visiting the program page on healthcareniradio.com and follow me on Twitter at Carol Flagg or on LinkedIn. Until next time, I'm Carol Flagg and I want to know what's your tagline.